Hello. Thank you for listening this morning to The Fool for Christ. I just am so excited again to be doing this podcast. Last week's didn't work very well. Uh, my sound was not working in the in, with the microphone I had. But I hope today will sound better. I'm getting better at this, I think, as we go. The equipment I'm using is a little better. And so I hope that you can hear me, and I hope that this goes well. So let's open in prayer, and then we'll jump into today's topic. So Lord, I just thank you that we could be here today, that we could all be listening to this. Uh, for those who are listening, I pray, Lord, you bless them. Help them to have a great day today in you. Let them be, let them be refreshed in knowing that you are there for them. Lord, I just am so grateful for all you've done in my life and the life of my children. I pray you bless them all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, this morning I posted a verse on Facebook. It's Proverbs 17, 22. It says, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Now, that's one of the verses that I really like in the Bible because it reminds me that I need to be pursuing good things in my life, that my heart needs to be joyful in the Lord and also in the things that are, are good around me. And also, if you look at the other part of it, it says, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. That reminds me, if I focus on all the bad things in my life, my bones will be crushed. That my soul, will, my spirit will just dry up. That my vigor for life, my excitement for the things that are in this life will just begin to fade away because I won't see anything good. I will only see bad things. Now... Being in ministry as long as I have been, I can tell you that I've met people who have only practiced the negative. They've only practiced seeing bad. And later in life, when they get older, that's what they are. They are very negative people. They are people who have um, developed what they have practiced in their life. They've harnessed negativity, so that's all they know. And moments of joy are fleeting, if at all, because they can't see them. Back when I played sports in high school, the coaches used to always say, hey, you're going to play like you practice, Jake. You're going to play like you practice. So if you practice sloppy, you're going to play sloppy. If you, you know, if you're, I, I used to play, I used to be a catcher in baseball in high school. I played on varsity and JV. And I remember the coach telling me, hey, Jake, if you don't get down and block that ball right, you know, the pitcher throws a ball and it's in the dirt, you have to go down on your knees and you have to block it, you have to cradle the ball with your body. If, you, if you're afraid of the ball hitting you in the face, you're not going to cradle it well. But if you, if you do everything correctly, you're not going to get hurt. But if you do it sloppy, that ball is going to go between your legs. It's going to get lost in, in, in your pads. So you need to be practicing with diligence. You need to be practicing like you're playing the game. And that's the same as the same that, that same philosophy is true in our lives. We need to be practicing how we want to play in our life. What, what that means to me is that the way that I respond to things, the, the things that I choose to focus on, that's going to be how I live my life. If I desire good things, then I need to be focusing on the good things. If I desire bad in my life, well, then I guess I can just keep being a, a negative person. Um, but the reality is, is, whatever you practice, whatever you do over and over again, that's what you're going to do 
at every stage of your life. First Peter 3.10 says this, Whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. You see, even the Bible again reaffirms this. If I'm speaking evil all the time, guess what's going to happen? I'm not going to see uh, good days. I'm not going to love life because what I speak is going to be what I think. What I think is what I speak. It's that cycle, right? What I hear is what I'm going to go into my brain. And, and those things I hear, those things I fill my mind with, they're going to come out of my mouth and they're going to poison my heart. For it's not what goes into a man that defiles him, it's what comes out of a man, the Bible tells us, right? And so what are we filling ourselves with? Because eventually that might come out. It might defi- that, that thing might not defile you initially when it comes in, but if you let it marinate in your mind long enough and let it go to your heart, it's going to come out of your mouth and it's going to show that's what you really think. So if we want to enjoy this life we have in Christ, if we want to enjoy just life in general, we need to start looking at what is good in the life, in our lives. We need to start looking at those things that bring us joy. Yeah, there's a lot of bad crap. But if you focus on all the bad stuff, man, you're going to live a life of misery. Misery. And I don't want that for anyone. I don't want that for anyone. I want people to live life and have life more abundantly. That's why Christ came. That we might have life and have life more abundantly. He didn't come so he could live in misery for our whole life. Um, that might be face persecution, sure. But I'm not going to focus on that either. I want to focus that, you know, right now, today, it's sunny out. It's, it's going to be nice out today. It's going to be in the 70s, I think, today. You know what? The birds are chirping. That There are good things going on in my life today. I, my kids are at uh, field day at school. They're going to be having fun. Granted, one of them has a hurt foot, so... She might not have as much fun as the others, but still the day is full of life and joy and just so much hope and opportunity. But I see it that way because that's what I'm focusing on today. I'm focusing on the good things in life and not the bad things in life. Are there days where I focus on bad? Absolutely. And guess what? That's all I see all day long. I'm grumpy. I complain but it shouldn't be that way. And I know that. And that's why today I choose, today I make the choice to focus on what is good. And you should do the same. You should make the choice today to focus on what is good and not bad. You should have your heart be filled with joy. Joy. I think that's so important for us. So important for us. You know, Psalm 16, 11, King David's writing, he says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. He's writing about the Lord here. He's saying, listen, the Lord shows me the path of life. Why do we as Christians not focus on that then? Why do we focus just on misery? Oh, man, you know. No, no. The Bible tells us as Christians to focus on the good things in life. That he shows us the path of life. And that in his presence, there's fullness of joy. The Lord wants us to have joy. He wants us to have joy. 
you, you don't believe me. John 16, 24 says, Until now you have asked, asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. You see, the Lord wants us to have joy. Old Testament, New Testament. Both are telling us the same thing. The Lord wants us to have joy in our life. Will there be hard times? Yes. Will people die too early? Absolutely. But again, if I just focus on all of the bad stuff, I'm, I'm never going to have joy in my life. I need to understand that the bad stuff happens because it rains on the just and the unjust, meaning good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. Because that's the world we live in. That's just the nature of this world. I'm going to get sick one day. And it's not going to be pleasurable. It's not going to be joyful. But even when I'm sick, if I focus on something that's good, it's going to make that sickness easier. When I'm older, hopefully many, many years from now, and I'm laying on my deathbed, I could focus on all that misery and all that pain. But I pray right now that I'm practicing living life to the fullest with the Lord so that when I lay on that deathbed, I'm able to focus on my grandkids, on my great-grandkids, on all the Lord has done in my life so I can see the joy that the Lord has brought in my life. So when I look back, I don't look back at all the weeds in my life, but I look at all, all the beautiful flowers that the Lord has planted in my life. What we focus on matters. Because what we focus on now is what we will focus on later, but in a grander scale. In a grander scale. So here's my encouragement to you today. You need to find something that brings you joy. Hopefully it's the Lord. I pray the Lord brings you joy. I pray that he's the, the best thing in your life. And beyond that, beyond him, you need to find other things that bring you joy too. Things that bring you moments of peace. Maybe going fishing. Maybe that's your thing. Maybe going golfing once in a while. Maybe watching TV at night with your wife. That's what Sarah and I do. And that brings me joy, just spending time with her, watching TV, talking about the day. Maybe it's playing baseball in the backyard with your kids, or maybe it's doing something as a family. Whatever it is, you need to find that thing that brings you joy. Because you need to take your eyes off of all the bad stuff. I'm not telling you to be a selfish person or to put your needs first. Listen, I'm a parent. My needs are not first anymore. I'm a husband. My needs are not first anymore. But yet, at the same time, I need to find ways in those moments that I get, in those, those still times, to find a moment of peace and joy with the Lord. Or else I will only focus on what is bad. So today, my friends, I pray you find joy in the Lord. I pray you find richness in the Lord. I pray that he helps you. I want to end this with Ecclesiastes 3.12-13. It says, I perceive that there's nothing better for them than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. Also, that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift. To man, You see, it's not wrong to look for joy in life. We just read that in Ecclesiastes 3, 12 through 13. 
So today, look for something that brings you joy. So you can lay down at night and rest your head and say, Lord, thank you for this day. And if you're going through some hard stuff today, if you have a sickness or a disease or you lost a loved one, I am so sorry. But the Lord is there for you right now. And he can give you joy. You know, I've sat in many, many, many funeral meetings. And I looked at the family and said, tell me something good about your loved one. And they all start to smile and share stories about how, you know, dad took them fishing that one time and fell out of the boat or something crazy. And they all start laughing about that thing that dad did. You see, even in in the midst of hardship, God can bring us joy if we are willing to look for it and focus on it. So today, look for something joyful. Lord, may you bless us today as we leave. leave. I was going to leave this place. We're not in church right now. Lord, may you bless them as they listened to this podcast. May you make them people of joy, people of peace. Oh, Lord, just walk with them. I pray this in Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a blessed day.